It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. At Marshalls, our buyers hustle every day for the brands you love. Hello? They can calculate the quality to cost ratio simply by touch. Ooh, silk. They can hear the difference between an Italian suede handbag and an Italian leather one. But most importantly, they know a good deal when they hear one. That sounds like a good deal. We'll take them all. Visit Marshalls and take home more for your money. More brands, quality, trends. More of the good stuff. We get the deals, you get the good stuff. Marshalls. Again, everybody, and welcome into Gamecock Central Radio. Spring football practice underway this week. Emerson Phillips joined by Chris Clark to talk about it. We got some recruiting information for you today as well. Chris, how are you? Doing well, Emerson. Hope you're doing well too. Everything's good. We appreciate your time today. An interesting time period here for Gamecock football, Chris, with the new coaching staff getting its first live look at the Gamecock football team. And I was reading. Scott Hood's piece that's on the website right now talking with uh, Kurt Roper, the new offensive coordinator. And, you know, it's really an information-gathering process for the new coaching staff. Uh, They don't really know what they've got to work with at this point. Roper was talking that uh, specifically with regards to the quarterback position. So all the coaches right now evaluating talent and just trying to see what they've got to work with. Yeah, it's a great point. I mean, they've had a couple days. Look, they're not even in pads yet. They haven't gotten through the acclimation period, so they're out there in shorts and helmets. Um, these are guys that they have never coached. I mean, the first time these guys all got on the field together was the first time they had a football in their hands actually working with them. Um, they were able to gather some information from off-season workouts, which is important from the standpoint of seeing how guys can move and then just seeing their, their work ethic, their effort level, things like that. And then, of course, they could see you know film from last season, whether it's practice or games. They had some information to go off of on some of these guys, but really you need the spring to assess what you have, and that's the case for any team, but especially with this one. Um, this new coaching staff who you know, has some familiarity with many of these players, but not a lot, and same thing with the players and the coaching staff. So they're sort of feeling each other out from that perspective. You know, they're repping all the quarterbacks still, which obviously, as, as Kurt Roper said in that piece you mentioned, Emerson, they don't they don't want to do that. They don't need to do that. But at least at this point, they have to figure out, you know, what is their best option? What are their best options there? Uh, so they can sort of whittle it down and get it to a manageable number of trying to get one guy more reps. And they're doing that at several positions. They're trying to create competition. They're trying to drive uh, the kind of tempo that they want offensively. Uh, they're trying to install the offense and the defense, and they're trying to assess and evaluate players who are the best players. So uh, it's going to take all spring and, and really, I think, into the preseason to do a lot of that. But this is a big, big spring and a lot going on with it. Chris, so apparently off-season workouts were a lot more strenuous this year than perhaps they've been in recent years. So there's been an emphasis on conditioning and mental toughness. And that now begins to pick up with the start of spring practice. And so in, in addition to the emphasis on off-season conditioning, 
the coaches are looking at five scholarship quarterbacks, and Muschamp has stated that they would like to trim it down to three. Uh, he's even said that he'd like to name a starter after the spring. What do you think the likelihood that that happens, uh, Chris, given that uh, we've only got 15 practices here in the spring? Yeah, I mean, that is sort of a time crunch given that, again, you know, is there an established 100% starter on the team? Well, not really because there's a new offense, new coaching staff. You know, Perry Orth is the most experienced guy on the team based on uh, what he did last season, but this is very much an open quarterback race. And, there, you know, there are several guys who have a shot at it. But, you know, I think it's feasible. It's possible. You know, will, will a starter exiting the spring absolutely 100% be the starter for the game, you know, the first game or – uh, throughout the remainder of the year, not necessarily. Um, but it's always good when you can have, you know, your guy. I mean, you want to keep that competition going, but if you can have a guy who can begin getting the lion's share of reps, that's important. I mean, this is a new offense, uh, and in any offense, you want to have one guy that you can give more reps because everybody needs that practice, those, those mental and physical reps. You know, they're in a unique spot and a tougher spot, really, because um, they're trying to – not even just get to a starter out of maybe one, two, three guys. I mean, they're trying to whittle it down, as you said, Emerson to, you know, three before they can even get to that point. So it's a little bit more of a time crunch from that perspective, uh, but still something that they'd like to do. And I think it's possible, especially if, if one guy steps up and, and starts to separate himself uh, once they get down to that more manageable number. We'll be keeping a very close eye on the quarterback competition for you here on Gamecock Central. Gamecock Central Radio, Emerson Phillips with Chris Clark. Chris, with 15 spring practices, we talked about the importance of the coaching staff getting their first live look at the team. How much of the spring will be spent evaluating the players that are on the team and their talent, all, all positions, uh, and how much of the spring period will be spent working on fundamentals, trying to develop the players that are on the team and help them get ready to play this year? You know, I mean, and not to dodge around the question, Emerson, but I think, you know, it's both. I mean, it's it's an ongoing process with all of those things. Um, you know, it's it's assessing even guys that you're sure that you're that are going to start. You know, what can they do well what, and what can they not do well? For instance, I mean, Will Muschamp's talked many times about how they would cater the defense to what the players' strengths were. If, if the corners can't cover a bucket of water, they're not going to ask them to play man-to-man. So, you know, it, are they going to be more of a zone team now? That's possible. Uh, maybe they get more help, you know, in preseason. Uh, some guys are enrolling in the summer. Uh, but maybe they'll be more of a zone team. And that's something they have to assess, even though they know a lot of what they have personnel-wise right now from guys on the team. Um, you know, another part of it is looking at the position battles. You know, for instance, the quarterback competition, like you mentioned, whittling that down. Um, you know, and then you got to install your offense and defense because those are two new systems. You got to teach the fundamentals and all those things. So that's why, again, this is such a big spring because they're doing all of those things at once. And these things are going to have to continue in the preseason camp. But that's why the spring is so big, uh, you know, just to start learning all those things. And it's going to be an ongoing process. Uh, for quite some time, but it's just a combination of all of them. Uh, they're trying to fit all that stuff in. Okay, let's talk about the new schemes, Chris. On offense, through the early portion of spring practice, we know that tempo has been very fast in practice. Things are happening mm-hmm. quickly in spring ball, and we know that uh, it's been virtually all shotgun from what I understand, Chris. So talk about the offense. I know we, we don't have a lot of information to 
work with at this point, but sounds like shotgun up-tempo. Oh, definitely. I mean, it, it was jarring seeing it in the first practice. Now, we've only gotten to see three periods of each, of each practice so far, and that's basically two special teams periods, and in the middle, they've got the full 11-on-11 11 11 work, and you see a lot in that five minutes. It really flies by. It's tough for us to try to get our own read to, to sort of analyze what's going on because there's so many different things to watch, but they're on the ball, snapping the ball in a hurry. Uh, very quick tempo. That means the defense is moving around very quickly. The offense is getting set very quickly, and they get a lot of plays in in that period. But, yeah, it's an interesting offense. I mean, South Carolina, of course, in the past, under Steve Spurrier, the past several seasons, they've, they've used some tempo. Um, they have. And offensively, you know, they, of course, pretty much operated out of the shotgun, you know, two, three wide receivers, a tight end, a back – they did a, some of that stuff. So some of the formations, you know, are similar. Some of the things that they'll do up front with Sean Elliott's line with the blocking schemes, those are similar, you know, as far as terminology and, and what they'll actually do. And, and you know, that's one reason that Will Muschamp said, you know, he looked at the roster, knew what the roster was, and, you know, he probably would have hired Kurt Roper anyway, but it made sense, you know, to go to a scheme like Roper's where it would be a little bit of an easier transition for the players. Now, they still got a lot to learn, a lot to install, different plays, things like that. But there is a little bit of familiarity when they cross over. You know, with Roper, you'll see, like you said, Emerson shotgun. You'll see one or two backs. You'll see a tight end that's sometimes utilized as an H-back or even split out wide. And typically, you know, the base is going to be, you know, a quarterback, a running back, three receivers, and a tight end or H-back. That's what you're going to see most of the time. Talking spring football here on Gamecock Central Radio. Emerson Phillips with Chris Clark. We hope you'll download the free phone apps that allow you to listen to Gamecock Central Radio on your phone. We have an iPhone app and an Android app. And we're also on iTunes. Just search Gamecock Central Radio for all three. Defensively, Chris, we understand that the Gamecocks are going to start out of a four-man defensive front. That's, that's going to be the base. But Muschamp hopes to integrate some three-man fronts uh, into the defense as well. We've heard a lot of talk about this buck position. Uh, looks like, you know, Boozy Whitlow and Darius English are among the front runners, at least early on here in the spring, to be the starter at the buck. So talk about the defense. Looks like we're starting with a 4-3, but there will be some 3-4. Yeah, the first time, you know, that we saw the, the defense in that, you know, sort of 11-on-11 period that I mentioned earlier was, they had, you know, four down linemen, so, you know, the buck position had its hand down. As we know from the past, that's the position where they'll move the buck guy around. He's a hybrid defensive end linebacker, so he can stand up on the line. Um, you know, they, they move him sort of all around, even at, at sort of a hybrid linebacker spot, too. And then they'll do some different things up front schematically, and they can change out their personnel. And, you know, they've got some flexibility up there with the types of guys they have. They're cross-training a couple guys out there like Abu Lamine, for example, he'll be a cross-train guy. Uh, they've got some guys who are more three-technique defensive tackles like Kelsey Griffin. Um, they've got guys who are more one-technique. Freshman Kobe Smith, for example, fits that bill. Um, so they're cross-training some guys, and again, that's part of that evaluation process, figuring out what they have, what the strengths and weaknesses of each player are. But as we know, Muschamp's defense is one who's you know, he's been very successful Everywhere he's been, pretty much, um, you know, he's got a really good reputation for that and knows what he's doing. And schematically, there's a lot of things uh, that he can do, you know. And again, 
we don't quite know what the defense will be. The coaching staff's still figuring that out too. You know, will they be a, a pressure man team? Will they be mostly zone team? Uh, you know, we'll just have to see. And, and the defense could evolve during his tenure at South Carolina, even based on on personnel. But they're they're keeping things a little bit more simple to begin with. You know, installing the base, and then going to try to move to some of those other more complex things, some of those different things other than the base as time goes on. Chris, Sky Moore is an all-SEC linebacker, leading tackler for the Gamecocks each of the last three years. Do you think his role changes at all this year, or will he simply be asked to do exactly what he's been doing the last three years? Well, it'll be a little different. You know, he's going to play linebacker. Um, when they get into certain situations or certain packages, you know, he maybe can move into a different type of role in the secondary, more of a hybrid player. If they get into different packages, they could do that. Um, but Muschamp has said that he's going to be a linebacker. Our understanding is, you know, he, he's done linebacker work, you know, in the offseason as well. And, of course, he's he hasn't practiced yet this spring. He's got the neck strain, so he's been sitting out. But they're pretty happy with where he is knowledge-wise as far as the new defense. You know, even the linebackers now, what they're asked to do schematically, I mean, obviously it's going to be different than in the past because it's a different defense. Um, you know, you know, if you're a Mike linebacker in one scheme, you know, there's going to be obviously some crossover into what a Mike linebacker does in the other scheme or a Will linebacker, et cetera. But, you know, our understanding is he's going to be a linebacker, but he could have, you know, a little bit of a different role in certain situations. And that's one of those things that they'll have to feel out, you know, once he gets back on the field and once they're able to get other packages in during the season. Sky Moore is a fantastic tackler, but an outstanding cover defender as well. So it'll be interesting to see how Muschamp elects to use him as we move through spring football here in 2016 and get ready for the start of the 2016 season. Chris, with the secondary, I know the depth chart was released, and you sort of take that with a grain of salt because we are just in the spring, but there seems to be some concern about the secondary, specifically safety. Definitely. I mean, you know, there, there are big questions there. Um, you look at the secondary last season, and, you know, th- there were some concerns because, you know, Jordan Diggs is sitting out spring, and he's listed as a linebacker, but Muschamp sort of lumped him in and talked about him when he was discussing the safeties during his opening press conference. So you figure he could play some type of role there. They lose Isaiah Johnson. Um, you know, they've got some guys who haven't been regular starters back there and then and then some newcomers, really, guys who just haven't really factored in at all or didn't play at all last year. So not a lot of experience um, at corner. You know, they need an upgrade in talent, I think. Um, they've got some guys who have played, some capable guys, and they'll be in a different scheme that I think will will potentially help them out as well. Uh, but there are a lot of questions across the board, and you're right, Emerson Muschamp singled out safety as a position they really want to shore up. You know, I, I didn't put much stock at all in the depth chart, especially at safety. Um, I think Jamarcus King, the junior college transfer, when he gets here in preseason, uh, he'll probably – barring something unforeseen, he'll most likely be a starter at one of the corner spots. He has the size to play safety if they want, but apparently they've only discussed corner with him so far. Um, you know, so I think he's a guy that you could plug in to play, and he's got talent. But, yeah, they got to shore it up. They're going to create competition. I think there's a good chance that, you know, a DJ Smith or, and Chaz Elder, the two second-team guys, they could very well end up being starters, I think. It just really depends on, on how things shake out 
and uh, where they decide to plug certain guys in, and there may be some more cross-training involved there, too. New chapter being written with Gamecock football with the Will Muschamp era getting underway in earnest with the start of spring practice. Chris, uh, coaching, teaching, evaluating, all part of the spring football practice period, and it sounds like Gamecock coaches have got their work cut out for them, and they are earning their paychecks this spring. (laughs) No doubt about it. A lot to do, and, you know, prior to that, and even now, uh, because it is, uh, you know, an open period where prospects can can visit campuses. Um, you know, they're, they're still recruiting too. So, it, recruiting, of course, a year-round thing. You can coaching's really become more of a year-round thing too, with what you can do in the off season. Uh, but they're on the field now, which which I'm sure they're happy to do. So, a, a whole lot going on coaching, teaching, evaluating, and and still recruiting as well. All right, let's talk recruiting for a minute, Chris. I know we've got a couple of visits scheduled this weekend. Give us a recruiting update. This weekend, South Carolina is going to have, you know, I wouldn't really call it a junior day. Uh, It's just more of some guys that are visiting uh, for practice tomorrow, from what I understand. Uh, But they'll have a a decent group there tomorrow in terms of size. Not too many guys, but there are some headliners. Uh, uh, Keyshawn Bryan, who's a four-star running back out of Florida, will be on campus. Another four-star running back, Chase Hayden out of Tennessee. You know, possibly in-state defensive lineman Tyreek Johnson. A couple Anderson natives. Uh, 2018 defensive lineman Stefan Wynn, Westside safety Lummy Young, those guys will be there. Uh, you know, another another in-state offensive lineman, Summy Carlay, and then an offensive lineman, Florida, Victor Beach, uh, South Carolina's offered, and he's very high on the Gamecocks. Uh, those are some of the headliners that will be coming in this weekend and some guys that South Carolina's gotten into pretty good position for uh, with some of those guys and some that will be visiting for the first time, like the two four-star running backs that I've mentioned. Good stuff, Chris. We appreciate your insight. Thanks for your time today. Thanks for having me, Emerson. All right, he's Chris Clark. Always good talking Gamecock football with Chris. I'm Emerson Phillips. This is Gamecock Central Radio. Thanks for joining us, and have a great weekend. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.